0: Hello everyone. Welcome to Elevated Elephant Podcast. I'm Rachel. Thanks for coming back or maybe you're new to this place. Thanks for joining us. This is a kind of easygoing conversational type podcast where I talk to um, teachers about their specialist topics or Something that I think you guys would like to hear about to do with them. Yoga, practice yoga, philosophy, you name it. It's kind of a wide spectrum. (laughs) Um, Okay, who am I chatting with? This conversation was one that I had with one of my teachers, Holly Warren. And um, she's um, really knowledgeable. And you can hear the yoga pour out of her skin. (laughs) <laughs> when she speaks. Um, I wanted to get her on the podcast because of all these things, because she's super knowledgeable and, um, yeah, I just think she has a lot to offer us. And she also holds these lovely retreats yearly and um, that's the main reason why I wanted to talk to her was about setting up retreats and pros and cons for yoga retreats just all things retreating really and this conversation is only quite sh- it's well it's quite short and it's not because Holly didn't have a lot to say it's because I'm thinking about shortening the conversations for a number of reasons but uh, maybe to make them a bit more concise my computer's struggling with all the audio files <laughs> but we'll see maybe I'll scrap that and go back to the really long conversations again I'd love to have her back on um, but for now, it's I think it's 30 minute but plus all these rambly bookends it will bump it up to about 40 minutes okay, with that in mind I'm going to stum, be quiet let you listen to the conversation I had with the amazing, the amazing Holly Warren and then at the outro at the end um, I'll talk a bit more to you guys so enjoy the conversation I had with Holly and see you on the other side. Bye. Do you edit it if it goes all horrendously wrong? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sometimes I keep <clears throat> some stuff in if I, if I think it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> right, it's recording. Oh, okay. Here we go, Holly. Okay, wait. My first question for you, because I wanted to talk to you about um, retreats because you've been doing quite a few of them, I noticed. Mm. Um do you think it is essential to have been on a treat your, yourself if you want to run a retreat
1: yeah uh i think i actually it? really want to know <laughs> yeah i i guess i i guess you're asking for my opinion yes, yes please <laughs> uh, yes please i think it yes I, yeah i think. To go on a retreat. I, I think I saw on Facebook a post someone saying of oh, how how to host a yoga retreat. And I was a bit put aback because in my experience, how I know how to host a yoga retreat is through deepening my own practice and going on yoga retreats. So I guess the idea of a retreat for me. It's quite deeply rooted in my own practice because I think I went on my first retreat. It wasn't a yoga retreat, but when I was like sixteen, really? Yeah. So when I was sixteen, I went on a on a kind of meditation retreat, you know. And then every year since I was sixteen, I've been on some form of retreat, mm. you know. I've been I've been on many silent retreats, and then I think after I'd done my initial trainings. But even when I did my first training in India when I was, like, 19, that was kind of a bit of a yoga retreat, you know? So the whole setup of a yoga retreat and how you do a yoga... You wake up in the morning and there's a breakfast, and I remember there was God, one... God, re- take me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just sounds but I remember there was one retreat we did where we got woken up in the morning with, be- with a... Uh, we weren't bell. supposed to have a clock, you know? So this oh. someone came around with a chime around the whole of this... Um, French forest chalet, and we got woken up by that. You know, it's Beautiful. just so when you're trying to cra- there's a craft to it. I think all of those small things start to make it. So going back to your question, I think for me, yes, I think you can t- you can do a bog standard retreat, but if you want to put more into it, I think the more retreats you've gone on, and the more that you work
0: in that way, the more the it's going to work for you. And that's really interesting because I've taught a couple of retreats and never been on. Oh, right, <laughs> right, full disclosure. And I fully, you've never been in No, I fully agree with you. Right. That's the irony because yeah. I know that is how, that in, in anything, you know, if you to be a yoga teacher, it's good to have like gone to class, mm. you know? mm. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then you can get away with it more in yeah. a retreat, yeah, um, scenario. But I absolutely think that is the ideal thing to do mm. because I kind of. Um, I ha- my personality I think'm I can be a bit like i'll worry about it in a minute, just do it yeah. which I think is good because right. then I, I generally take up opportunities but yeah. sometimes I think it kind of handicaps you in a way because if if there's something a bit challenging I, you know I'm not, i don't really know how to deal with it. Whereas opposed to if I'd have done the retreat, I would know how to be a, an attendee. Because mm. then I think there's also the etiquette mm. that you learn, I think, from being a student on retreats as well. Mm. So I think, I think it is, but I've never been able to afford one. Mm. But I know you can get, you can go to, like the, the silent retreats, I know sometimes I don't know, I did them in the like like 90s they were much cheaper <laughs> 90s for a start, not as many people were doing them and they were much cheaper crusty <laughs> hippies and, yeah I did it a bit more and I uh, so but yeah, yeah. I need to see what you're but saying the, but the thing is now after running just a couple I know why they cost what they cost so it's not that I think that they should be any cheaper because mm. I just think that's I don't think it's possible really well, uh, maybe but I think a lot of people like me mm. would love to, mm. but can't really afford it. Because mm. I don't have... I teach yoga, and then I was a dancer. Mm. And so I didn't really have that income mm. spare. Mm. Or, actually, you know what, that might be a bit bull. Because, I mean, if you save, you can still... You put the I think it's about choices, it. isn't it? Exactly. It's about what do you so, spend your money on. Mm-hmm. And I guess
1: it's about finding a teacher that inspires you and mm. in a place that you want to go to. And I don't know, I had some feedback from some of the retreats that I was doing in Sri Lanka that um, one student of mine who I taught to be a yoga teacher, she said, well, it was, it, it was more like a course than a retreat. You know, she said, I think she thought it would be more of a holiday. And like I,
0: a spa spa weekend.
1: Yeah, or possibly she just thought it would be like a class in the morning, a class in the evening, relax around the pool. And, and there, are, there is that element, but I think... There's, I put, there's got to be some work. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think if you're going to spend that money, then you have to invest yourself in the work. Mm. And I, as a teacher, have to support you in doing a bit of work, because then I think you're going to come up with a bigger experience mm. than a couple of yoga classes and a mm. swim in the pool and some nice meals. You know, there's just... With vulnerability comes a little bit more depth and then more more experience. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I think... you. I, Correct me if I'm wrong, but you call them yoga retreats. Yeah. Because some people call them holidays, holidays yoga holidays. Yeah. And I think that... I know it, it might just be like semantics, but well, I think I that have, makes a difference. I have taught on some holidays,
1: and they and the clientele is just different. Yeah. Like, a yoga holiday is really nice. And that is more what that
0: maybe that person in question And I think was that's expecting. maybe
1: more what that person wants. And when sometimes I've tried to do the work or go somewhere they're kind of a bit like I just want to have a yoga holiday I want to just feel
0: good yeah and move and not be at work yeah the kids aren't around
1: yeah yeah but I think going back to your question of like when you I I feel very responsible that if people have invested quite a bit of money and the clients that come on mine aren't necessarily always ones that have a lot of money but they've decided to Mm -hmm. spend their money with me and so I feel again some responsibility to give them something that's really special
0: and transformative. Yes. And that's why you are who you are, Holly. Is <laughs> it? Fab teacher. Um, and it made me think as well, what, so I know that you, you've been, you did a few retreats growing up. Mm. Um, what was your first retreat? Can you remember your first set up experience of actually running and leading retreat? Oh, running and leading Can retreat. you remember when, what that was?
1: Yes. So I think the first retreat I led was a retreat in In Sri Lanka. Lanka. I've been pretty lucky, really, because that wasn't hard work. And I'm a bit like you in that sense of let's just... Let's just see
0: what happens. Let's just see
1: what happens and go with it. Roll with it. I'm not super methodical in Mm -hmm. everything I do, but there's a lot of thought in it, which I guess could be opposites. But the thought is my preparation. Well,
0: I think because you and my teacher on my teacher training (laughs) she (laughs) winced. there's no need to wince but what I remember thinking is um, how responsive you are as a teacher so um, I think I was very lucky to have had a teacher like you that I could witness someone who could who had very strong foundation and practice not just the arsenal, but the whole the whole bit and I could really, I could really see how you would shift mm, to what was you. needed, mm. and I think that is actually well, that's what gold I really dust, enjoy, which I don't think is very, it's not of the norm. Mm. I think it can be underplayed a bit how, how important that is, when yeah. you're in the presence of someone who I don't know, just has that experience, or even not even sometimes it's not experience, it's just like that skill yeah. of seeing potentially what could help and help move things along mm. and hold the space for people. I think that's really, you've hit it on it
1: in a, in a way. I think it's a cliche word that we use in the yoga world now, holding space. Mm. And I, I've been kind of thinking about that, but I think also for me, it's about facilitation and it's about creating a learning environment. Mm. I had a really difficult time at school. You know, I I'm not, wasn't great in classic education, but I think people can be really emotionally intelligent and responsive and learn. But it doesn't necessarily always need to be really clean, linear learning and we'll just stay down this track, you know, I think. And that's partly probably from being a dancer as well and learning through that form, that somatic way of learning and, and doing a lot of kind of work around feeling and sensing and watching. And I think listening is really underestimated, you know as a teacher we think that we should always be talking but I think as a yoga teacher you, you I'm listening with my whole body when I'm mm. teaching you know like my back's turned but I know exactly what so and so is doing mm. in the left hand corner and my <laughs> eyelash is twitching and I know what that person's <laughs> doing and that's kind of holding the space a little bit yeah. that I'm able to drop a little bit the mental dialogue to be
0: able to hold the space to then meet people's needs and I think no more is, that like, useful than being in a confined space with people for a week. Because <laughs> being able to hold that for 60 minutes to two hours, whatever, but then to have to take that into something like a week or a weekend-long mm. retreat, mm. that's a lot of... I mean, it's quite a lot of energy.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of energy, but for me, it really feeds me. I... Mm. I and feeds the soul. <laughs> yeah, it feeds the soul. Or there's something about the magic of being totally in the moment. And we were speaking in that, about that a little bit before we came on, weren't we? Yeah. About this, this practice is yoga about being in the moment. You know, about mm. and when I'm teaching, I can't. For me, I can't be anything other than in the moment. So if I have a whole week of being in the moment, yeah. it's tiring, but at the same time, it's very. Energizing. Of course, you need to have had good foundations around you in terms of good assistance, and you know the food's coming or when it needs, food. and you know that <laughs> you know the space is clean and tidy. And but when you've put down, I guess it's like with the child when you've put down some good
0: boundaries, yeah. then
1: everything will hopefully flow fairly yeah. smoothly.
0: So when to go back to, your, I'm really interested in your first experience. I'm oh. guessing people listening, because so I've had a few people say, talk about retreats on the podcast. Oh, yeah. And I thought, Holly. Okay. Um, and for so the first experience, I suppose what well, I'm, I'm really curious about, we can talk a bit about the business if we want to, mm. but um, I'm curious about um, how how did you, so you said that kind of for you, it feeds you a little bit, like it's moment to moment and being with people in that way is really rewarding. Um, but how would you, if, is there been any, was there any like difficult situations that you come across within a group environment or you, you mentioned kind of setting boundaries, would you say that that's important as a teacher to have those strong boundaries with students or do you think it's like completely depending on the personality of the teacher and the people?
1: I think it is de- yeah. depending on the personality of the teacher and the people. Um, I'm trying to think of difficulties, you know, though I, even though I said it feeds me moment to moment, I am tired by the end yeah. of the week. Don't it's get still, me don't yeah. get me wrong. Like I know some people are like n-
0: nice tired, you know, that kinda of like good day's work. Yeah, <laughs> or it's kind
1: of like you're just on, you know, yeah. like for a long yes. period of time. And so, people are looking at you yeah. for some
0: and especially if they, they know you and they've come to your retreat because they know they're gonna learn something, there is that expectation as well. Yeah
1: teach me holly yeah and but it's you know the teaching part is fine it's more that you're you're the administrator you're the organizer and then also depends how you hold it for yourself some yoga teachers i think will say okay you know from after breakfast until four o'clock i'm going to i'm going on my own whereas i'm kind of often a bit more available or i'll hang out with the clients or the friends or whoever's come and we'll go for a surf or we'll go for a hike or we'll do this so i'm kind of I'm still in the group, and by the last day, a few people I know who've come on my retreats often, they kind of give me the wink as if, like, the batteries... Because what wow. actually happens is my batteries are going down... And theirs are going up. And everyone else's is going up. So <laughs> yeah. there, there's, oh, you no, know, yeah, that, that point starts mm-hmm. to shift towards the end of the week, and I'm kind of like, oh, just want to... By the time you get on the plane, that's it. The headphones go in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Love you
0: all. I need some alone time. Yeah. So I suppose it depends as well, like, for people knowing how you work and that for you it sounds like that works for you being in the group for the majority Mm. of the time but also now i suppose that you might need time and that's okay to take yourself and
1: i think maybe if i reflect back to my first few yoga retreats i think i more consciously took time for myself i think i might have locked myself in the room for an hour or so or just been more decisive about I'm stepping away from the group but I think obviously with everything the more experienced you get with it the easier it becomes and so you don't have to do that so often you build that muscle Mm. the retreat muscle (laughs) and I have done for a company uh, three retreats back to back so three weeks whoa I didn't know that yeah and then, then I did need to lock myself in <laughs> my like, room I'm gonna eat on my own well, and that's part of it like this yeah. particular retreat we go out for dinner every mm, night so I think I saw some pictures every night
0: for three weeks is a lot of going out for dinner and a lot of talking yeah and like and like you said you are on So yeah. people are having their downtime and they're like way out of their everyday life you are working mm. no matter how much you love it it's mm. still you have to be present and mm. and not get drunk yeah <laughs> dinners. yeah i think, i guess you did well you do don't that, have Molly. to not get drunk because you have to get up the next, <laughs> next day. day that's more the thing <laughs> you gotta show up yeah. yeah you gotta show up yeah um and when you because uh, you said you did sri lanka and i'm curious as well you said you you kind of said you were lucky with your venues did you find the venue or did you get it recommended because so venues are a big thing as venues well venues are a
1: ma- and i'm going through that at the moment i mean yeah venues are a massive thing with sri lanka a friend of mine who came on a yoga retreat that i was teaching on that i wasn't hosting and i hadn't organized she we became friends and she said well would you like to
0: host one in my house in sri lanka so you know oh <laughs> that's what you want that's that what you've been doing yeah then?
1: so she's oh. got a beautiful house in Sri Lanka that she owns and yeah. so that's really easy isn't it because the space is there the bedrooms are there you know you know the person that's renting you the accommodation and I now you know the food is easy and good so in good and fresh and, and wholesome <laughs> <laughs> the bin man's behind us if you can hear any noise.
0: <laughs> London streets. Urban living. <laughs> they're so gonna stay here. And like before there was like shh 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 there was like more bin men. <laughs> Come on. But I think actually it's quite nice that you're because it because it's because it's been recommended and I quite like the idea of it being almost is it a home? So it yeah. has that yeah, kind yeah, yeah. of yes. like I know, I can imagine. I haven't been, but I've seen some pictures. And it does have that kind of snuggly...
1: It does. It feels... Safe. And I think maybe that is my style a bit of, as a teacher, though I am a bit, you know... Intimate. I am a bit intimate, and I am a bit... M- not motherly, but I am a bit kind of cuckoo. Like, yeah, you are you under know, the wing. So I come under my wing a bit. So yeah. I think that's just the way that my retreats go. I'm not yeah. I'm not razzle-dazzle. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, because it's about the yoga and, and the work as opposed to it being a luxury well it looks quite luxurious but it is I think that's it the thing luxurious. I like quality do you know what I mean like, yeah I was going to say as soon as I said that I was like no it's still pretty luxurious yeah. and it does look quality yeah but yeah there are spe- a spectrum yes I think it's what we're trying to say yeah because uh, I did one in Ibiza one in Cornwall and they, for me the rent was eye watering mm and so we didn't make any money yeah it was it was and like it was fairly expensive we tried to have options i worked with the, um my friend tas and the first one we knew we were going to break even but we took it as a learning mm-hmm. experience and i think that is good but if you if it wants to sustain you mm. need to make i think it needs to sustain you financially a little
1: bit where i am i think in the beginning it was something that I just really passionate about passionate and I wanted yeah. to do and I enjoyed it and to be honest I love travelling so that yeah. was great for me and it was a yeah. change of scenery and at the time I was doing a lot of teacher training and it was just kind of a break away and something different from that and now as I as my career of a teacher has changed and I'm being a little bit more picky and choosy about what I do and how I do it I have got to the point a bit where I'm like actually these retreats need to be slightly more s- sustainable for me so I'm having to look at
0: those options and that's difficult because then my head goes oh is it going to change like something or put pressure on it financially for example you know I did a really
1: fantastic retreat in February at 42 acres by Froome
0: oh I love it around there and it was in a yurt
1: and it had a wood log fire in the yurt Mm. and the food was incredible and but that company has had to put their prices up and I was looking at doing it again, and I was like, if they put their prices you up, that to. means I have to put their prices up, my prices up. Yeah. And then it's just tricky, because how do you make a profit, and how does all that work? And, you know, you don't want to be overcharging people, but you need to be making a profit.
0: Yeah, and especially if, like, you're, you're taking it seriously as well. Yeah. Like, uh, it, you're putting a lot of heart into it and a lot of effort. Yeah. Also that. It's sort of priceless, anyway. I think, but that I think is. I, I mean I've I've heard, and I've some people they, they don't really fully appreciate because you, you see, eight hundred, seven hundred, nine hundred pounds, and you think, oh, they must be raking it in. No, not, they, at not at all. Not at all. Not, at not, not in all. the slightest. No. It's it's definitely I think a labour of love. Otherwise, yeah. You
1: wouldn't I mean, and you have to think as a teacher, you know. You're doing all the admin. I'm doing all the updating. You're being a bit of everyone. You're being a bit of everyone. You're Mm. doing everything, and all of that is your. I think we underestimate as yoga teachers our time. Yes.
0: Yeah. Because we we don't even factor that in. I think sometimes. No, because it's a labour of love and it's a joy and. Yeah. yeah. And I think. And I think sometimes just remembering that for yourself will help if you're doing a retreat to help price it. Mm. Yeah. And then I was thinking as well, because you mentioned a bit about the marketing, and I thought, how do you go about get, getting people? <laughs> do you, like, get the hook um, out? <laughs> um, they, or do you kind of just, like, you, I mean, you did a lot of teacher trainings. I'm lucky, yeah. So some of it,
1: but for me, it's just what it has been, word of mouth. and. Yeah networking like that I'm my marketing is not exceptional you know I only got a proper website this is lovely by the this way. year it's after gorgeous. you know about I don't know 10, 10 years or something so yeah I think it's more wo- word of mouth and flyers a little bit in my classes but I'm quite you know oh it's here if you'd like to take it and
0: yeah, people come. you aggressive not aggressive. Like your... I'm not
1: aggressive with my marketing, but I think
0: maybe I should be to, <laughs> <laughs> to, to actually, you know, break even. So. <laughs> no. We'll get someone else to do it. Yeah, yeah. It's a trade off. Like you do my marketing, I'll give you some free yoga. Yeah, that's a good idea. There you go. Yeah. If you can't pay now. But I think yeah, I think a lot of it because <laughs> there are things that people do. You know, like Facebook, they do they promote it, mm. and so you might get. I think, I don't know, with retreats, for me, I think I would prefer I think knowing the people to a point, or at least knowing of them. Because I think sometimes if you just scattergun approach, mm. you might just, who knows who you'll get? And I think that can change the dynamics yeah, of the group as well. Really, yeah, so I think So if they that know hurts. you and met you, I think that might actually be quite nice on a retreat.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be more potluck, I think, for some companies that I've worked with before where it's more you know the marketing is going through every different avenue it is potluck and some retreats just everybody hits it off and it's fantastic and yeah. you'll never create that energy again and other retreats you're a bit like oh we're gonna have to navigate through some different personalities and different ways of doing this
0: yeah
1: and then for my own retreats I think you know 60% of the people I know and then often it's a referral someone's been on my retreat and they've told their friend about it so I don't know them but it's a friend of a friend yeah or something and like I think that. that's
0: and you can kind of trust that, like, lineage. Mm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've got a phone call. And now some sirens. <laughs> On that note, I also wanted to ask you a bit. Do you theme your retreats? Do you have... Because you know you can get, like, cleansing, springtime. Oh, everybody yes. wants to do a twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, do you theme it or not really? Um...
1: I would say generally not, but then, like, maybe I don't market it as that, but I think then when it comes to the time, uh, it probably is themed. There goes So Holly's maybe you've response inspired me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm just so in the <laughs> moment. I can well imagine it, that like you would just totally do that. Because <laughs> I think sometimes it can be a bit... I know some people like the theming thing, and they... Yeah. they Like a heart-opening thing. I think it sets the old expectations. Yeah, I think that On a teacher, given totally. it. And also, can you even handle that mm. energy? But I can well imagine you just doing a thing and yeah. then doing it day by day. Yeah, and
1: I just think it's more informed by where I am as a teacher, what I'm interested in as well, and then I think it's informed by what, what, who are the people that are here? Like, yeah. what's what's yeah. the story that they're bringing to this week? And yeah. usually, maybe it's a skill of mine, but I can usually see the story quite quickly. You know, whether. There's sadness, or there's joy, or there's pain, or there's physical, emotional yeah. pain, or whatever's going on for that person, or whether we need to keep it light, or you know, how will we ride the week? Do we start with a bit? Are people tired, and mm. then we're going to lift it up, and then we're going to take it down. You know, there's all of that. A shy group, yes. and they need a little bit of warming up, exactly.
0: break the ice. Yeah, exactly. I can very much. And
1: you, the thing the, the nice thing is that you can see that quite quickly in terms of you know because you're eating with them and you're sleeping in the same area as them so you can see those things quite quickly yeah but do you think you would ever theme them
0: would you ever do a I'd,
1: well i did a winter wellness weekend that's probably as far as i go
0: but <laughs> I, I don't that. think i do even that's quite broad <laughs> yeah i don't think i do like a hamstrings yeah <laughs> hamstrings for a week hamstrings everyone heaven. just like <laughs> hamstrings heaven build up to that that oh, big old see. split yeah no it's really funny be so loud. Shall we move Yeah. <laughs> I feel like sometimes I'm really aware of other people's space. Yeah, um, I would be very aware of it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm still recording, that's all good. Like, I'm doing really well. I okay. was like, I'm going to do 30 minutes. Only 30 minutes? I really want to be... OK. I know. People I, I think like going boring because you I not with everyone else. I'm like, <laughs> she has nothing to talk about. <laughs> no, but I thought in the intro, I'm going to say, I'm going to shave them down. Because also, my computer can't handle all the, the... content. The content. I'm like, I need to, like... I think... I think 30, 35 minutes is actually a good time. Yeah, I think you can't focus for longer than that, really. Yeah. And it also, is, it becomes a little bit... I, I've noticed I repeat myself, mm. and I think, actually, if I get to the point quicker, mm-hmm. and it's more for my lack of... Or, like, getting used to it and mm. getting more confident with mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So I will say, like, by the way... My, I don't <laughs> I know you wouldn't mind. (laughs) So what did I want else to talk to you about about that? I think I've covered most of my points there. Okay. Have you got any going on at the minute? You definitely have. I've looked. Haven't you got some coming up? Do you want to plug some? (laughs) Yeah, let's go for the plug. They're a thousand (laughs) pounds.
1: They're not. I don't. So, uh, no, I haven't really got that many. I, I was trying to look to do one in the summer, but I didn't really get my... Self together, and a lot of the places have gone. And
0: we well, and you're also teaching on some trainings. Yeah, aren't you as well? You're quite busy doing yeah. some teacher training.
1: Yeah, teaching dimensions studios.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. If I can, I mean, I can't pay you guys. So if if I can like oh, right. plug you away.
1: Oh. No. So yeah, I'm teaching for Good Vibes, and I'm teaching also for Yoga Quota in Oxford. So doing some weekends and dates for them, and then in the end of. September I'm teaching in Chamonix which would be Where's nice. Chamonix? So you fly to Geneva and then you go over oh, wow. into France and we're doing um hiking and yoga. When's that? End of
0: September. This year 2019. Yeah, into October so
1: I think it's like the 26th of September you can see
0: how you... prepared I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I think if any teacher could just turn up and do it. It would be you, But I know that you, even if people don't get to go this year, you do do... Uh, and then... So about three or four a year, you do? Ha- well, last year... Like, no, recently. I think, well, it was
1: last year. Well, last year I did about... I was away, I think, one week on average every month doing yeah. the retreats. So it was a lot last year, because I did some for yoga escapes at the beginning of the year. Then I had one of my own in Morocco. Then I did some for yoga escapes in September. Yeah. And I always... Was doing Sri Lanka in March and
0: November as well. So, and then I've got Sri Lanka in November this year as well. And what's your website? Because that's all new and lovely now, isn't it? You have an actual HollyWarrenYoga.com. Yes. Yes. And I will leave. I'll leave like a link and stuff for yeah. people. But yeah. it's a beautiful website. Yeah. like you said it's all new that, well, actually the story about snazzy. that is that that's
1: two lovely people that I met on a yoga retreat
0: oh wow yeah they came they came the to yoga... yours not you went to
1: so they were on one that I was teaching on and they came to it and then they said you need a you need a website yeah they do. they were like you're a really good teacher but your website is a really <laughs> <love it." laughs> they no, people me. do judge it's like a shop front yeah, and they work in marketing, and, and so... And they would they look like, at it, yeah. And they were like, well, we could really help you make a better one. And then I was oh. like, oh, no, it's fine, it's fine. And then they came back, and I was like, yeah, no. By that time, I kind of, my head had come around to the fact that I really needed one. So we sat down and had a conversation. Because the
0: images are lovely as well, and there's, like, yeah. nice illustrations on the images, yeah. which is really cool. Yeah. I think that,
1: it does help. I think I was just a bit behind the time. I'm not really into all that marketing stuff, but... As somebody very wise said to me once, you can be the best yoga teacher in the world, but if nobody knows where you are
0: and how to get to you, then what's yeah, all that about? You're just in a room yeah. on your own, yeah. waiting for folk to turn up, yeah. Yeah. which I've totally done yeah, exactly. a few times. Yeah. And I'm definitely, I really... I am going to come on one of your Sri Lanka retreats. I know it would be, it'd be my first retreat. Oh, that would be lovely. My first 200-hour teacher, first retreat. Oh. This is the idea. Cause every time I see it online, I'm like, oh, I will one day, I will yeah, one day. Yeah, yeah. Anything else you'd like to add, like a bit of advice or anything that you can think of off the top of your head? I mean, you've said quite a bit of useful things, nuggets of wisdom. Mm-hmm. I think if you're
1: like, like you said in your first question, if you're a new yoga teacher and you want to
0: start teaching yoga retreats, yoga retreat it really would help it really would help I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would it helps you can yeah i think i can imagine it would help you see about energy and dynamics of people and what was the food a really point and point important part for you because i know mm, like and you can food decide can be quite a big thing for people
1: oh yeah a mask thing you know yeah And then the whole dietary requirements of what people want and how they want it. And and with everyone being into yoga now, diet is also a massive thing. So some people eat this and some people don't eat that. And so
0: catering for all of those things. Just go on retreat. Yeah. Which is lovely anyway. Yeah. But it it seems quite sensible.
1: Yeah. And
0: I would say definitely visit the venue that you're going to host the retreat in. I wouldn't go somewhere... Or at least have really strong recommendations or something.
1: Yeah, but I would probably Even go then, out there okay. for a
0: day yourself and have a look at it because yeah. you need to... It's a lot of money to throw down.
1: Yeah, you need to see it. Okay. And yeah. then you're much more able to talk
0: about it when you've been there yeah. and get your own feeling of how it you're, is. Your inner salesperson will come out yeah. much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and also the self-promotion thing is weird for people, isn't it? It can be, yeah, if it's not it's in your nature. Weird. It's very weird. So like I think sometimes either get help or just push yourself to do it or yeah. find your way I suppose find your unique way of doing things
1: I guess I'm still finding my way and it's it's, it's different because I guess I'm not I'm a bit I'm not a total of the Instagram generation but right. now it seems to be the way that you're on Instagram stories yeah. and you're talking about it mm. and I guess I'm not really at that place but then I'm not really at the kind of super high end go through every avenue place so for me it is just word of mouth and people who've trained with me or done something with me and then every now and then through your classes and going to do workshops with different people and just
0: constantly doing that kind of thing really which I think is quite refreshing nowadays, hmm. these days I think it's quite refreshing But you don't to... always break even that <laughs> No, it's like a trade off Yeah. It's got to be a happy medium Yeah,
1: yeah, but then I think as a yoga teacher, for me it's a lifestyle choice, yes. you know that's why I say to people, I know I'm not B- always making masses of profit, but uh, this is the life that I've chosen to Your do, heart, and I want to yeah. live by those values and do things uh, from that perspective.
0: And that's a good place to end. Okay. Thank you Thanks, so Rachel. much. Thanks, Rachel. Nice Cheers. to see you. <laughs> lovely, lovely. We really liked talking with her, and it was quite funny having a conversation in the middle of London with pigeons, dustbin men, people sitting next to you talking really loudly into their phone. (laughs) But we got through it. She was a good sport and really patient with me. So thanks, Holly. Um, So you can find Holly, like she mentioned, I think it's Holly Warren Yoga online. And um, really do consider going to or saving your pennies to join one of her retreats um, because they're not just like yoga holidays. They are a deep um, inquiry into your yoga, which I think is quite rare. So if you're in the market for a retreat, I would definitely recommend Holly. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. So that's all I have to say really. Again, as always, consider leaving some stars, giving a review, um, dropping me an email, Hi, at Rachel.yoga um, let me know what you think. let me know what subjects you'd like to me to unpick here on the podcast with the help from a, a teacher um, because that's always a nice uh, thing for me to know and it's like a nice direction for me to be taken into so that I give you content that is um, what you want. otherwise like I said in the other, podcast I think Um, otherwise I just keep doing my own thing and hoping that you're enjoying it (laughs) fingers crossed okay so until next time happy practicing happy teaching lots of love bye